Welcome to This Seems Funny with Amy Borgelt and Natalie Santini. Two friends talking about modern makes and what's going on in our lives this week. As well as things we like and our unadulterated opinions. Ah, and things we don't like. <laughs> and we would love to hear from you. So please write us at oh, this seems funny at gmail.com. There we go. Seems spelled S-E-A-M-S. That's important to know. Right. Because you know, we like to sew. And make. It's seems funny podcast at gmail.com. Seems funny podcast at gmail.com. Hey, welcome to episode eight. This is Amy. I just wanted to come in ahead of time and let you know that we tried something different this week. We recorded separately on our phones. Um, we were not in the same room for this. And um, it sounds like when we start up that you're popping in in the middle of a conversation, but I promise you it was only like three seconds uh, where I say something like, are you there or who is this or something um, before the microphone started picking up our conversation. So you didn't miss out. And also the quality of the recording is a little bit different. Um, We're getting a little bit of pops and that kind of stuff, but uh, I did the best on the editing that I could this week. Cut us some slack. Uh, I know we had a negative review about quality of our audio. We will discuss that in a future episode because I actually thought it was hilarious that someone would give us a negative review because they couldn't hear it well, but cool, cool. Yeah, we do all of our own editing here. And like I said, we were recording from cell phones this week. So hopefully you can just listen through the episode and realize that it was our uh, creative choice to include some of those pops in this episode. And we hope you enjoy. Again, welcome to episode eight. Bye. It's working. I don't know. Who is this? Um. <laughs> Why did Michelle Obama come to my face? <laughs> I thought you were going to say Michelle Obama. Then that's not who I invited. We have a special <laughs> guest today, Michelle Obama. <laughs> Why in the world would she be in my head first? <laughs> I don't know. That's really funny, though. Listeners, guess what? We're doing something totally new this week, and we're doing, like... <laughs> Uh, what's it called? Remote recording. We're interviewing Michelle Obama. <laughs> yes, <laughs> remotely. <laughs> oh, I love her. So I'm sitting in my closet. Where are you? Oh my gosh, I'm in my living room. Should I be in a closet? I don't know. I just am like, I heard that soft surroundings are better, like acoustically, blah, blah, blah. So I'm in my closet. Oh, well, I'll wrap some quilts around me maybe that will help there you go huddle in <laughs> yeah like a hood like a snood <laughs> oh yes like a snuggie yeah definitely exactly. mm-hmm. well yes we have a really good topic to discuss because yes, I was just talking to someone the owner of our local quilt shop and we were just talking about all the things we kind of have missed over the past little bit not being in the shop so much Oh, sure. Because of the pandemic. Yeah. (laughs) Or because we're hermits. Yes, that too. Both. (laughs) The the pandemic is just enabling the hermitism. Let's just not get into it. Let's just get into missing (laughs) our local quilt shop. Yeah. Let's go into our local quilt shop and discuss 
I wish we could actually go in, but I don't think they're open tonight. So I know. let's discuss. I Here's what, what are all the things we missed about local quilt shops now that we can kind of get back into them. I miss classes. Yeah. Classes are fun. I, I, uh, I, you know what I like about a class? Hmm. <laughs> You're going to get so mad at me because I took your class. <laughs> um, I almost hardly have to read the pattern. I can just follow along with the steps or ask you. (laughs) (laughs) But that is nice because you have the the actual, you're not even just asking a friend like, Hey, what do you think this means? You're literally asking the person who designed it or that is great. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're going down a wrong road, then they can come around and steer you in the right direction. Well, similar to what you said, and that is that, because when I took yours, I know you probably hated this, is that um, I like to make modifications. I was just going to say mods. (laughs) Yes, it's mods. (laughs) And then I can say to you, well, I was thinking about doing this. What do you think? And you can say, oh, I tried that. It doesn't work. Or yeah, but you should do it this way, blah, blah, blah. But I never say that. I always say you should totally do that. Dive off that high dive. You say, have fun. Or you (laughs) say, I don't know. I wrote the pattern this way. That's the only way it's able to be done. I No, I would never say that. But I probably would say, I don't know. (laughs) You would not. I might. You're so funny. Well, I miss taking classes. I miss teaching classes. Um, It's just a good way to connect with like-minded individuals. Yes, it is. You know what I miss? I miss fondling the fabric in real time. (laughs) And I mean, (laughs) that sounded so XXX. (laughs) Um, Fabric always looks better in person, though. It does, because you can see the exact shade. You can see the sheen. You can, you know, feel the hand. It's just, yeah. Yeah. I like to see it on the bolt. Yeah, it's real nice. And yeah. Uh, so I used to, well, I, I shall resume again. I haven't been in probably a month or six weeks. I don't know. Time flies. Um, I'm going to venture over to Blue Bar Quilts again in Middleton because she always has bolts of Alexander Henry. Yes, I love that is my favorite local quilt shop, Blue Bar Quilts. Um, And she does a great job of getting new fabrics in all the time, new tools, just everything. She's always got new stuff in there. And so got a big old pattern wall. Yeah. Yep. Color wall, too. Got a color wall. Yeah, got some nice front displays. Has real quilts hanging up all over the place. Yep, yep, yeah, tons of patterns. Well, and you know what they're really good about is if they don't have something, they're let's say they're out of stock or they just haven't had it. They're they'll order it in for you, and a lot of times they'll order it and go, "Oh, that's really neat," and then they'll order more in case anyone else wants it. It's just that's so it's kind of like full service. It is. It's a full service. Remember full service gas stations? Oh, where they pump the gas for you? Uh, Yeah. And they clean your windshield. Yeah. I miss those days. That would be so nice when it's negative 15 like it is in Wisconsin today. Yes. I would surely patron those gas stations. I would too. Ugh. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. Sorry. Took you down a, a rabbit hole there. 
Oh, as I'll, I do. I'll allow rabbit holes. I'll allow it. <laughs> I'll allow it. So um, yeah, yeah. I I love you know. There's something to be said for the convenience of online shopping, but I do think you buy exactly what you want and need when you're there in person. And you also see things you didn't even know you wanted or you didn't even know you needed. Those yeah. are the best treasures. Yeah. I like walking in there and you just, you're, it's, a, you see familiar faces, the people that work there recognize you, you know, they're happy oh, to like see you. Oh, like cheers. Yes. Everybody knows your name. And they're always glad you came. You know what? I wonder how bad that sounds since we're remote. Oh, I wonder. <laughs> I think it probably sounds great. You know what? I don't care. Yeah. Hey, hashtag who cares? <laughs> I felt like singing it, you know? I really liked Cheers back in the day. I think was I was show. real small, but it was on for a long time and it was so good. And it is about camaraderie. So Next time I go into Blue Bar Quilts, I expect some arms around my shoulders. Some swaying. Some Some drinks in hand. Yes. (laughs) I do want some drinks in hand. You know what's funny is I was just listening to um, Smartless, that podcast, and they had Woody Harrelson on as a guest. And they were just talking about Cheers. I know. I love Woody Harrelson. And let me tell you, I didn't love him in Cheers when he was new because I was so mad about Sam leaving. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, you kind of got to get over yourself for a minute. Uh But in all the different pieces of movie-tage and TV-age that he's been in, he is so, he has such a big scope. He does have a big (laughs) scope. I I don't know about that, um, but I, I did mean, like him in be... True Detective. Oh, love that show! I think we talked about it already on this podcast, or did you cut it? Probably. Oh, I don't know, but I do know that they talked about it on when he was on Smartless because they had also had Matthew McConaughey on, uh, <gasps> and they're apparently they're kind of like friends. Okay, now I'm super jealous. I didn't listen because well, go listen. I it's guess easy I'm to solve. Have to. I you should. It's really to. good. I was listening to their episode. I the one after Sandra Bullock. I don't even remember who it was now, but I got really annoyed, and I'm like, Ugh, I've had oh, I know who it was. I can't think of her name, but I know who you're talking about. I, yeah. It wasn't. And they even said they even said <laughs> that's their worst interview because they were just screwing around the whole time. But guess what? We're going to in just a couple of weeks if we can keep these stupid oh, chronometers. Yes. We're going to go to the live show of Smartless in Madison. That's amazing. Thanks, George. (laughs) I know. Man, he whipped up those tickets. Yeah, he did. So, Um, Oh, that is going to be so good. Uh, Anyways. But I'll tell you what. I love going into Blue Bar, and they all will say, hi, Amy. You know, they're all happy to see people come in. And it's not like it's just me. They do that with everybody. I mean, they really take the time to know their shoppers. Oh, right. Yeah, that's what it is. They're like... (laughs) Who's this weirdo in the hat, the beanie hat and the mask and the black coat zipped all the way up? And so they don't say hi, Amir. They don't No, They don't call me Amir. They don't call me Annie. They don't call me Arnie. They get it right every time. See, and that's because it's like cheers. It is like cheers. <laughs> so funny. Oh, my gosh. We have some uh, 
things to talk about with some emails that have come in this week. Oh, we sure do. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see if I can pull up. This is so weird because I'm trying to do all of this stuff on my phone. I don't okay. know how you do anything on your phone. I can barely see what's on my phone. Well, what am I going to do? I mean, I don't have an iPad. I can't. Okay. All right. Here, I've got it. So this email came in this week mm-hmm. from Echo. Yay, Echo Quilty Counselor on IG. That's right. Mm -hmm. And she says, hello, ladies, got a question for you. What is the best way to store fabric so it doesn't fade? I feel like cheap fabric fades quickly, and that is expected. But I'm wondering if high-quality quilt fabrics like Free Spirit, etc. will fade as well. Should I unfold my treasured fat quarter bundles? And then a little upside-down smiley face emoji. So what do you think about that? Um, I do not unfold my bundles at all. I like to keep them in their little parcels, but I absolutely put them in a cabinet where no sunlight can reach them. Because I think I told you before how I uh, bought a free spirit bundle uh, at, at, at a quilt show, like a big one. It was in Houston. And mm-hmm. I got home and unfolded them. And it must have been sitting in the windowsill because I had a grid mark of sun fade on every single fat quarter. Oh, no. Like, like it faded on the folds that were yeah. on the edge. Oh, right. bummer. Yeah. That stinks. Well, that's for sure. I, I mean, I don't know exactly as far as fading, like just with age, but for sure sun. I've Sunlight seen that happen. Sunlight kill your fabric. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, for that matter, don't leave quilts in a on a, in a sunny window or something like that on the back of a couch that gets full sun for a couple hours a day or right. Whatever. Cause it can definitely fade, but yeah, I don't unfold mine either, but I do keep them in drawers. Like I have a dresser in my sewing room and I keep all that fabric in drawers or in the closet. Yeah. yeah. Out of the sun, out of the dust. So. Oh yeah, for sure. Dust. Well, cat hair. Didn't even think about that, but yeah. Yeah. So put that stuff out of sun's reach Mm-hmm. And out of dust's reach. <laughs> yes. And keep it looking gorge. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. So, um, yeah, here's what else she has to say. Oh, one more thing. All right. A pet peeve, if you will. Oh, I love pet peeves. I love pet peeves, too. <laughs> okay, let's hear it. So uh, I posted a photo of a quilt one time. Uh, I'm, I'm sure she means on social media. Mm-hmm. And someone asked if. That was the one that my long armor made. <gasps> How very dearest they. Oh, it made me so mad, like implied, implied that I wasn't a quilter. Okay. So, so I haven't liked that lady for a few years and, and I unfriended her <laughs> <laughs> and she's got these, the little crying emoji, like the laughing crying. <laughs> and she's so that. grown up. I call myself a quilter. I choose to pay a long armor to quilt for me, but I could do it myself. What are exactly. your thoughts? Oh my gosh. I love that with all my heart, a trillion D hearts. Uh, yeah, exactly. You are a quilter. Even if you're just piecing the quilt top, you're still a quilter. Definitely. Just like she said, she chooses to send it out. It's easier on her. It's a, uh, easier on her machine it's easier on her physically for sure and I say all this because I used to quilt my own it was not easy no it's hard to push 
a quilt, the bigger it is, the harder it is through a domestic machine. Very difficult. Very difficult. So now I send my all mine out and I don't feel an ounce of guilt about that. No, mm-hmm. I need to. I've, I have sent two out, like we discussed before. You've made mm-hmm. way more quilts than I have, but <laughs> I've sent two out. Uh, wait a second. One, two, three out. And I have quilted probably... I don't know, three or four, just like straight line or grid work or uh-huh. um, a, a couple of the early ones I did literally was just stitch in the ditch and my blocks were probably at least four or five inches across. So there's hardly any quilting on them because I just didn't even know, well, but who cares? they got would, done yeah, and I like exactly. them and they're just like for wall hangings and stuff. But um, definitely I have quilt tops that are stacked up that need to be quilted. And I think, Oh, I should just, I know I like that grid work or diamonds Mm -hmm. or, but I don't need to do that. If, I mean, I'd like to have them finished. I don't think there's any shame in sending quilts out. And some people, I know I used to feel like if I sent it out, then maybe I wasn't, I didn't make the whole quilt myself, but I think you just have to decide, is that really a big deal to you or not? Or do you want it done? There's, there's easier ways to get it done. Yes. And it's also about uh, the, the time-honored monkier, is it? Time is money. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> time I, is money. I do not want to spend time quilting. It's not what I enjoy. Yeah. So I like the piecing. I'm still a quilter. Absolutely. You know, I pay I... somebody to do their expertise because they have a long arm machine and they love it and they're better at it than me fighting my little machine. Will I right. do it in a pinch? Or if I want something done that night, I just pieced it. Okay, maybe. But I know I'm going to throw my neck out, probably throw my back out. <laughs> right. Well, my <laughs> neck and shoulders are still hurting. And I swear that it is from the last quilt that I machine quilted on my Oh, my it sure is. Yeah. I told you not to do that. Well, in fact, I'm sitting here with that warm, like, um, neck and shoulder compress thing that I made with the rice in it. Uh-huh. I'm sitting here with that on my neck right now. There you go. You got some lavender oil up in there. I don't in this one, but oh. um, trying to recuperate myself. Well, I wonder if there's a possibility that the person who commented that and said, is that the one your long armor made? I wonder if she meant, like, I wonder if it wasn't as nasty as that felt. And if she just meant, she didn't know the right terminology to use. She didn't know what the hell she was talking about. Is that what you mean? Yeah. (laughs) To me, it feels like one of those uh, backhanded compliments, like, like the classic, oh, you must have lost weight and you haven't lost a single pound. I just want to slap that person. But it makes you feel like, oh, the last time you saw me, you must have thought that I needed to lose weight. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I hate that. Just don't even comment if you don't have something ultra nice to say. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I got to think of something ultra nice to say. I just mean, what if she meant, what if she, what she meant to say was, is that the one that you sent out to be long armed? Oh, it's so pretty, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know. That is that the one your long armor made? It sounds, that's pretty. Slappy. It sounds snarky as hell to me. Yeah. But, well, you know, her. I mean, she did the right thing. That was called <laughs> self-care so. right there. <laughs> I think so. Oh, that's funny. Um, that is really funny. But, you know, I wonder if a per- let's let's ca- have a call out. 
Are there any of you out there listening that only do long arm quilting and do not piece a quilt top? Because if so, I want to know about you. And also why? Is it because you just enjoy that a lot more than the piecing part? Because I would, I would get that completely. I enjoy piecing more. Right. Um, well, it's a totally different skill set. If you think, you know, mm-hmm. they're, they're really, um, the machines are completely different than yeah, right. a regular, um, you know, just machine that you're piecing with. Um, and it, it's practice makes perfect. And I guess it depends also if they're using pantos, like um, those kind right. of preloaded designs that are kind of um, the computer kind of tells the machine, you know, what to quilt or if they're doing free motion quilting where they're really almost, it's almost like custom. doodling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, what's not fair is why is there no differentiation in our, in these big judged shows on, on these different aspects of a quilt? Because when I have entered a quilt in a show, I've done the piecing, I've done all the quilting, I've done the binding. And I do it to the best of my abilities. But is that really fair to put that up against someone who just pieced it, paid someone to long arm it, an expert, and then paid someone else to hand stitch the binding on? Right. Because then you've got kind of at least two or if you're talking about someone putting the binding on as well, three people that are really top of their field putting together a quilt versus someone who's very good at you know, all those things or enjoys doing it. Um, or just oh, didn't know any better. That's interesting. <laughs> or right. Exactly. You know, I, I just I, think long arming is such a um, different beast than piecing, you know, cause you're really guiding that needle over the fabric in a different way than guiding the fabric under the needle. Right. Know, so talk really... about that in terms of writing. Oh, that's, I was saying to you that it's like, you know, you're drawing something, you're making a grocery list or whatever, and you're gliding the pen over the paper. Well, that's what a long armor is doing is gliding the needle over your flat quilt, where if you're trying to quilt on a machine yourself at home, domestic machine, you're moving the fabric around. So imagine you're making a grocery list, but instead of controlling the pen or pencil, you're moving your paper paper underneath of a stationary (laughs) pen trying to move your paper around to get the that sounds written on it it's crazy that sounds next level difficult (laughs) well I'm gonna start making all my grocery lists that way because it's really gonna help me with my free motion quilting (laughs) I think you should even write it in mirror image like da Vinci oh you know I'm going to (laughs) good good my artistic and then I'm gonna frame it and I'm gonna auction it off at Sotheby's. Yes. Or I might enter it in a, in a quilt, um, oh in the next quilt con. If you did that, I bet you'd win. I'm not even playing with you. I bet it would be some <laughs> like artistic interpretation that I don't even understand. Kind of like the Campbell soup. Oh my painting. gosh. It's going to be every nonsense-ish. I'm just, that's the title. Nonsense-ish nonsense. Ay, ay, I love ay. it. Oh my God. Yeah, maybe I'll do it. All right, let's finish up. What Echo has to say is, oh yeah, it's, oh it. She's so that's our thoughts on that. Then but she wait, says, there's more. There's more. <laughs> she says it's okay if you don't answer them on the podcast. I'll still keep listening and laughing along. Your quilty friend Echo. Well, guess what, Echo? We You're did it on the podcast. 
we read it right into our live broad. No, it's, I guess it's a recorded live broadcast, but. Well, tell me how that's different than making a TV show in front of a live studio audience. Oh, well, I'm going to edit out all of our silly, silly oopsies. Oh, oh I shouldn't. guess they do that too. When they record in front of a live studio audience, they still edit. Yeah, they do edit it. Yeah. So it's really no different, is it? <gasps> no, it's exactly the same. See? Roll credits. <laughs> <laughs> Can you even believe I take you down these winding roads and you just, you're along for the ride? I am. It's like you're pulling me along with a rope, like a water ski rope. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing flips and aerial. <laughs> <laughs> Acrobatics. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Echo, for reaching out. And anybody else who wants to remember, it seems funny podcast at gmail.com. Maybe you'll get read into the live recording. And if you don't want to be read in, you can just say that. Oh, for we're, sure. We're There's cool. ones we get that we don't read, and I just will respond to the old email. So, yeah. All right. We're going to cut now. Yeah. Let's cut. All okay. right. Bye. Bye. Hello. Hello. Can you see the name when I sign in? Oh, D- <laughs> D's nuts. <laughs> Classy. It, isn't it though? Yeah, I really liked it. <laughs> Are you getting comfy like in a sleeping bag or something? Oh, I have my winter coat on. Is it too oh, crinkly? I just heard when you popped in, I could hear crinkling and it sounded like you were nestling down in a sleeping bag. Yeah, I'm going to say that. I'm in my um. What are, <laughs> what are those? What's that animal called? The gruffalo sleeping bag. Gruffalo? You don't know about the gruffalo? No. You've never heard of the children's book, The Gruffalo? No. All right. I guess I'm going to have to bring you some books. I guess some. Is it a board book or real pages? Real pages. Hmm. I have read a lot of children's books. I can't imagine how I don't know that one. I can't either. It was an absolute phenomenon. But, Hmm. I mean, our kids are what? Like roughly five, six years apart? Yeah, that's about, that's probably right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess. I'm totally out of the loop on the (laughs) Garofalo. The mean Garofalo? Is that what you mean? The what? Janine Garofalo? No, no, no. No, it's actually the Gruffalo. And yeah. um, what's the girl's name that was married to Timber? Oh, no. I don't love even, her. I don't even know. Uh, oh, my gosh. You know her. She's in all the movies of Johnny Depp. Anyways, she read the audio version, and it's just perfection. Funny. All right. Moving on. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> um. We wanted to add to our commentary on visiting local quilt shops and our love for local quilt shops and small businesses. Yeah, absolutely. I'm 189% for small business. Well, you are a small business. I am a small business. And we are so important to, you know, America, basically. (laughs) Well, yeah, you kept the... the, fabric running during the whole pandemic hey should we plug your small business so hungry hippie.com <laughs> well you just did <laughs> so that's awesome i just 
you know, I wish I had a mechanism to when people are buying, let's say, vinyl or fabric from me, where I could just pop up in a hologram, not intrusively, but like, hey, buddy, what's up? Hey, bud. Like, <laughs> friend, I, <laughs> this this one, this vinyl you're buying goes perfectly with this Anna Maria fabric right here. And since that's not a concept right now, I mean, maybe it will be in a few years. That's why I've been doing more videos on Instagram so people can see how well these things go together. Definitely. I love the one you did yesterday that showed like different vinyls that you have that coordinate with different fabrics that you have. I loved it. Thank you. It really got me thinking, yeah, really about like making a spring bag or, you know, it's just, I, I love seeing stuff like that together. Yeah. And, and I think that's hard to visualize when you're online. It's yeah. Just, it's just, that's the challenge with online. But the convenience of online is you don't have to go anywhere. You can shop in your slippers and your jam jams. Definitely. <laughs> but, I love uh, yeah. Local quilt shops, man, they're, they're so important, not only for buying fabric or whatever, but for relationships. Well, definitely. Yeah. I mean, also when you're talking about local quilt shops, um, and small businesses. I, there are definitely ones I love to visit Blue Bar and I actually shop online at Blue Bar and we'll do like curbside pickup and stuff. But there are other small business quilt shops that aren't exactly local to me. Right. That I still love to go look online and, you know, I'll have them ship it here. I figure uh, the old UPS and the FedEx and the mail trucker driving down my street every day anyway. Right. Um, they if they throw well in, if I package. throw an extra box on there, it's not <laughs> like they're driving to my house and burning all that gas just to bring me a package. But, um, <laughs> you know, it's like every store can't carry every single thing. And I, I love looking at small quilt shops online and, or big quilt shops online, but particularly ones that just kind of fit my niche of what I'm looking for and what I like. I, I yes. love supporting small businesses that way. Don't me you too. have one that you're, that you, um, I always patron. Yeah. Yeah. Trilada.com. Teresa's amazing. She's a good human being and I love her to death. So Trilada.com is one I shop on a lot. They have good photos too, which helps. Uh, Is that Colorado? Yes. Yes. She's right, right outside Denver pretty much. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's one I go to very, very often, especially because like you said, I cannot carry everything and and I cannot order everything. And locally people don't carry everything that I want, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that's in fact where I bought my Heather Bailey bundle was through Teresa. And I had messaged her, Oh, I need this bundle, blah, blah, blah. And she sure as heck got it in. Mm, That's great. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think, I have not in the past year, I really have been trying to use up my stash. So I have been trying to not order so much or shop so much, but um, there are definitely shops that kind of, um, what is the one I love? I saw it on Instagram, Cottoneer. Oh yeah. She has great photos. She does a lot of curated bundles that I love and, and she'll do, you know, a certain amount of them and then that's it. And you can get yardages and cuts and stuff, but, um, I really, she has a good eye for bundles, I think. So she has an excellent eye. It's her and her husband, yeah. I believe, running that cotton.com. Yeah. And I like her emails that she sends out. I mm-hmm. love her photos. 
she's a, a nice, a good human being too. Yeah. I like her. <laughs> I agree. I, yeah. I like everything she posts. That's important. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, definitely good info there. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, do we want to, so do you want me just to break it here and we don't, I don't have to send you a new link. We can just start something else. Okay, sure. You're going to okay. clap or toot your trumpet. All right. Next. <laughs> um, okay. So we were going to, so there's that. And then do we want to talk about current projects? Heck yeah. Okay. So we've got like 22 minutes. Okay. Uh, I assume this is 30 minutes. Right. Just like the other stupid one. Okay. Um, so, well, what are you making these days? Uh, well, since you asked, I just finished up two Santorini totes in Moonglow vinyls. And I actually switched my purse out. I'm going to be carrying the purse size Santorini with an alternate strap construction now in Champagne Moonglow. And this morning, my, my daughter, she goes, Oh, is that a new purse, Mom? Did you make it? And I was like, oh, Do you like it? It has pockets. <laughs> it has pockets. Oh. So I just finished those up, but now I've moved on to another pair of trousers, if you will. Oh, trousers. also known as pants. Uh-huh. Uh, and I can't wait to finish them. I'm doing them just in a quilting cotton by Anna Maria. And the pattern is one of my favorites. So house seven, uh, free range slacks. Oh, I have seen that. Have, have you, I assume you've made those before. Yep. 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 You've yep. already got the pattern all just the way you like it. Oh, I didn't change anything. You know me. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> I did not change anything. I make it exactly how they tell me to. And it's perfect. The, my first pair was in, a, uh, oh my gosh, I almost said cotton and steel. Ruby Star Society, uh, like a sateen. And I mm-hmm. love them. They're very comfortable. They have nice pockets. And so I'm going to do another pair. Awesome. Of course. Yeah. yeah. And remember back in the day when we used to call trousers slacks? Oh, sort of. I mean, I remember my mom saying that. Oh, I like this pair of slacks. Yeah, that in my mind, slacks are like um, pants that you would, yeah, like that you would wear to the office, which I won't be wearing to an office. (laughs) (laughs) Well, nowadays you can wear anything to an office, it seems like. I think so. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. What are you working on? Well, I'm digging around right now in my sewing room. I'm working. This is a long project. First, you know, I like to agonize about things for a really long time before I yeah. start them. And I really have been wanting to make a quilt coat. Yep. And so I am trying to do that. I'm going to do the pixie hood coat by... Of course, on the pattern, it says big, little, but I'm pretty sure it's twig and tail. Oh. But the I'm also going to make panels for the quilt from yours. Is it Playful Triangles quilt? Yeah, 
Yes. Yep. Yes. So I'm sizing down the blocks to three inches finished instead of six inch finished. And nice. um, so that's what that's what the agonizing was about, getting that right, figuring out the size of the panels and etc. That is gonna be so amazing. I'm excited about it. I know it'll it should be ready by spring. <laughs> Next spring or this <laughs> Next spring? spring. 2023. Yeah. <laughs> I'm planning ahead. <laughs> Oh, you'll have it done in lickety split time. You just um, gotta just dive in. Just take my take my technique, run up the ladder on that high dive, and do a big old cannonball right in that water without well, even thinking. But I probably might do like a belly flop first. <laughs> no, that's your fear. You never do a belly flop. Oh, I feel like it that though. I have. I did just go ahead and just cut out the squares. And I have matched them together and I put that, um, you know, that quarter inch tape, what do you call it? What's it diagonal? What is that called? I um, thought it was cluck cluck. So that sewing, that tape that has the quarter inch marks on it. That's like washi tape that you put on your sewing machine. Yeah. 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 So I am not going to mark the diagonal, um, corner to corner on all these little blocks. I'm just going to use that seam tape. Nice. Or- you know what? There's a tool for your sewing machine that can also do that. It's this little steel arm that you plug in to the side of your foot and it can slide to the left and right for your seam allowance guide. I bet yeah, you have. I do have that for my Juki. It's like a, I forget. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, but. Um, Is it a pain in the butt? No, I use it for quilting, but I am trying to keep it. I'm trying to, I don't know. I did a practice. It worked fine. Well, you know what? You do you live your life. Thanks. You're welcome. I will. <laughs> Did you know I've been saying live your life for like at least 10 years, okay? Okay. It's always my fallback. And then the other day, I was slightly horrified and surprised to hear it so often in the early episodes of My Favorite Murder. Oh, really? Georgia says, live your life, like, I don't know, 50 times. And I thought, oh, my gosh, people are going to think I, I copied her monkey or her, her phrase. But no, I, I've been saying that for at least a decade. I never heard you saying it until after you started listening to my favorite murder. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when you bought the sweatshirt, the merch that said that? That's when Live I, your life. Uh, yeah, that's when I heard you start saying it. Probably <laughs> all in my head. No, it, that's super classic, Natalie. Isn't Live that funny? Yeah. To, I mean, who cares, right? Hashtag no. who cares? Hashtag who cares? Meh. It's just funny, and it's not like it's some specific phrase. It's not to thine own self be true, right? <laughs> and that has been discussed into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> but I like to hula hoop back to things, you know, I, tie in well, to a I previous like app. Callbacks, yeah, for extra <laughs> ha-has. I know. Oh, oh that's yeah, funny. That's all I'm working on. Um, yeah, I'm sitting here looking at these working men cutting down a big old branch of an oak tree across the street. And I, it makes me feel so much rage inside and so sad for the tree. I know they must have a good reason. Is but... it is it like near a power line? Of course. Oh, that's yeah. a bummer. Because, you know, the tree was there before the power line. So I feel like they should be chopping yeah. down the power line and moving it. 
Right. Can't can't you just dig in the ground and bury those ugly things? Well, I yeah. mean, infrastructure. <laughs> hmm? <laughs> you know what? Better yet, can everything just be wireless so we don't have power lines anymore? Well, I think they're working on that too. Probably. Yeah. You know what else I want to make? This is what? something delicious. Not in the not in the craft room. Pray tell. Um, you know those cookies that are like I think they're called like chocolate crinkle cookies and they're chocolate, but then you roll them in powdered sugar. And then when they bake, they spread out and that's like white, but then you can see crackles of chocolate. Well, there's, I saw online, um, this girl I follow that's written a gluten-free cookbook and stuff, the loopy whisk. And yesterday I've seen her post this before, but yesterday she put these lemon crinkle cookies I've seen that because oh. you know I'm a diehard lemon fanatic. I love citrus. So yeah. I can't get that out of my noggin. You need and to I, bake them. I think I'm going to. They look so good. I love lemon. I love like lemon bars, lemon um, pie, lemon angel pie, like all yeah. that stuff. So yeah, I'll let just you know. fill me with lemons. So while you're baking that today, just whip up an extra batch for me. I will do so. <laughs> And then you can do a porch pickup. I'll do a porch pickup. Thanks. Perfect. Locals <laughs> only porch pickup. Anywho's, um, that sounds delicious. I have made a lemon, I guess we would call it like a lemon poke cake where you make a lemon oh. cake and then you poke it and put lemon curd inside. Oh, oh, oh. Uh-huh. My mom used to do that um, with, she would make the cake and poke it like that and then pour jello over top that would sink in and it would be like I feel like she did it at Christmas and it was like red and green and so you would cut it and you would see these just like lines of this sweet and it wasn't like it wasn't you know set hard like jello but that's interesting to do it with curd yum yeah yeah it's pretty amazing but that that Wilma cake sounds amazing too I love a pretty dessert do you yes Like, I just love looking at them, right? Definitely. Well, I just, yeah, I love pretty stuff. I mean, I want to eat them too. Don't get me wrong. But just the presentation of a beautiful dessert is just. mm, Definitely. Yum. I hadn't thought about that in a long time. That was one of my brother's favorite cakes. I'll have to get that from you. The lemon curd one. I mean, is it literally just you make a cake, do the poking, and then just put lemon curd? Like, well, hot or what? Um, now I'm doubting myself. No, don't doubt yourself. I don't remember if the cake was hot. Probably the way I did it, it was still hot. I never wait. Like when they say wait two hours before lifting your cookie off or whatever, I'm like, whatever. (laughs) Straight in the mouth. (laughs) Yep. So I have a feeling, yes, it was hot. And then I always do a homemade frosting. Yes, me too. It's Mm -hmm. so much better. It's so much better than the little can. Mm -hmm. Although in a pinch, the can ain't bad. It ain't bad, but it almost, it's almost like addicting. Yeah. I just like buttercream. Yeah. I know. Right. It's just so good. I love the twang of a cream cheese frosting. Oh, me too. Okay. Cheese frosting. Dang. (laughs) Okay. Let's do an old fashioned recipe swap. You look Holy up that cow. cake, find that, would... that cake, and I yes. will get those crinkle cookies, and we will um, do a swapity doo da on the recipes. And yes. hey, listeners, anybody else got one you want to swap in? Let's Send swap them recipes. In. Yep. We'll share them. Yeah. 
Yeah, I would love some 70s retro recipes. Do you know, is this from the 70s? Didn't we talk about this, like, seven-layer dip? Oh, seven. Well, you said seven-layer salad, and I thought you meant seven-layer dip because, you know, I love that. No, I did mean seven-layer salad. You're right, yes. because it had peas, peas in it. and, like, yeah. carrot shreds. and Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I do like that. Oh, I think about that like probably once a week. Have you seen how it's like, you know, they've currented it up with um, you make it, it's like meal prep or whatever, and you make it in mason jars and you make like individual servings of it. And then you can take it out and take it to lunch all week or whatever, and just take your mason jar with your seven layer salad. <sighs> yes. That's super special. I, whenever I look at that, I'm like, oh, that's such a good idea. And then I just never have time to do 10 no, mason jars. You know? I don't do meal preps. No, no. <laughs> I mean, I might decide in the early in the afternoon, what we're going to have. That's as preparatory as it gets. Yeah. I totally hear that. I'm what, you know what I'm wondering? Hmm. Why the birds are not coming to my bird feeders? Empty. What's empty? No birds? Bird feeders. No, they're full. Maybe it's too cold. You know, it was negative 15 this morning when I took my kid to school. And my watch says it's negative four right now. And that's not with the wind chill. That's atrocious. Yeah. So I bet the birds are hunkered down. Oh, except I just saw a super red cardinal on the tree outside my window. Well, I'm now I'm jealous. Huh. And, and how do they stay warm? Um, the grace of God. <laughs> They're so tiny. They're so tiny. And those feathers are not thick. No, but that's how they're built. You know, this is what they're built for, I guess. I guess. I just, I don't know. I wish I could just build a house and just all the birds can come inside and get out of the wind. Well, you could do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if don't you really wanted out. to. <laughs> what? Don't point that out. Oh, okay. I thought you said don't cut that out. Another episode in the books. Yes, check. Be sure to tell your friends, like all of them, every single one. Send them the link. Tell them to listen. Right? Follow. Peer pressure. We yeah. want it. We're here for it. We need them. We need all your friends. <laughs> Bring them. Let's go. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Please follow us on Instagram at Seems Funny Podcast. That's S-E-A-M-S, Seems Funny Podcast. I'm Amy Borgelt of Tansy Designs, and I am at Tansy underscore designs on Instagram. That's T-A-N-S-Y underscore designs. And Natalie Santini is So Hungry Hippie. You can follow her at So Hungry Hippie. No underscores, no dots, no spaces. Just So Hungry Hippie on Instagram. You can email us with comments, questions, or suggestions at our email address, seems, again, that's S-E-A-M-S, seemsfunnypodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening and join us next week. We'll be waiting for you. Don't forget to like, review, and subscribe and follow us wherever you listen to your podcasts. We're also on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at seemsfunnypodcast. Remember, seems is s-e-a-m-s all right see you soon bye